0: This is This Week Above the Fold, your new weekly source of e-commerce news in seven minutes or less covered by leaders in the digital commerce industry. Today is February 1st. I'm Emma Irwin. I've Dean McKenna, Associate Director of Client Services at Flywheel Digital here with me. Today we're going to cover UK Amazon warehouse workers going on the first ever strike, Tesco struggles with rising food prices, and Amazon's new prescription subscription plan. So for story number one, Amazon warehouse workers have staged the first ever strike in the UK. Tell me about what's going on here.
1: Well, Emma, there's been ongoing industrial action in the UK for quite a number of months and weeks now. And, you know, it's covered across transport, teachers and healthcare, So all public sector workers to date. But what we've seen now is the first step into uh, the private sector. A lot of this is driven by high inflation in the UK, 10.5% inflation rate in December. And now workers are trying to look to claw, you know, some of that, uh, that increase in inflation back through, uh, better wages. So this industrial action has now spread to Amazon. And their first legally mandated strike in to take place in the UK. So Amazon uh, UK FC workers wanted to strike against uh, fifty pence in the pound increase, a five percent salary increase, not enough to keep keep pace with inflation in their mind. So in this case, I usually like to you know look behind the provocative headline, and robots are treated better is quite a provocative one and makes us look down. Actually, when we have a look into the you know, the specifics of this industrial action, it's somewhat limited to only around 300 of the 1,000 workers in this one single uh, fulfillment center. And in Amazon's words, just a fraction of 1% of UK employees. So not a widespread industrial action by any stretch for Amazon or in the wider market. But is it the precursor to wider industrial actions. Like I say, you know, we've seen a lot of industrial action in the public sector to date, but is this uh, the first one that is going to impact the private sector as well? Time will tell.
0: Let's move into story number two. We have Tesco's chair saying that food firms are raising prices unnecessarily, and food suppliers are hitting back on that statement. Can you help me understand the back and forth here and the impact to consumers?
1: Yeah, well, this is another one that's a little bit you need to read behind the headlines and some words that are a little bit maybe could do and those sorts of things. So, you know, this was all kicked off by John Allen, the chairman of Tesco, which is the UK's largest retailer and pretty sizable e-commerce player as well with 15% of their sales through the e-commerce channel. So he did an interview with the BBC here and he said, it was entirely possible that food producers could be taking advantage and maybe trying to use inflation as an excuse to hike prices further than necessary. So quite a provocative statement. Again, you need to read a little bit behind the headline with the the words, than the language being used. But definitely the Food and Drink Federation, the FDF here, really took exception to his uh, language and found that to be quite provocative. So their boss, Karen Betts, really hit back super quick saying that increases that are uh, are being pushed through are rooted in you know the in the disruption caused by covid-19 the war in ukraine driving up fuel and energy costs the cost of brexit which is particularly pertinent for uh, uk businesses as well so you know she was saying that you know companies just cannot operate if they are making a loss on their food so they need to be you know putting these uh prices through and you know supermarkets make it really tough for companies to pass through these prices you know they've got tough negotiations so it's it's not an easy easy win for for the food companies
0: and what does this further signal for vendors who have to work with the supermarkets?
1: Well, I think, it, you know, as many companies are entering their annual round of uh, negotiations for price increases or terms, it sort of signals that this is are going to be a tough Period for for the vendors that are supplying the supermarkets, but also into the wider e-commerce uh, sector. So we don't want to forget that you know last year Tesco actually stopped supply from a number of Heinz products because they were in dispute over prices, and they took you know a pretty dramatic step to take Heinz products off your shelves. But that's what Tesco's did last year as part of those negotiations. So it's going to be tough, and I think even more so perhaps in the e-commerce sector because you know e-commerce companies are feeling the pressure. Of customers going back to the traditional supermarkets and other bricks and mortar stores. So they want to do everything they possibly can to remain price competitive, accepting cost price increases goes against that. And that's going to be a real squeeze on margins. So I think there's going to be a lot of push from e-commerce players, particularly, to avoid taking those cost price increases on board. And that'll, you know, lead to some pretty really tough negotiations in the months ahead.
0: Last up for story number three, we have Amazon announcing a $5 per month on top of your price of Prime prescription subscription in a further healthcare push. Can you tell me more about the logistics of this program and what we know?
1: Yeah, this is a really interesting program, Emma. So Amazon announced that uh, for Prime customers, they can add on an extra $5 a month uh, subscription to their Prime membership. And for that, uh, they will get uh, unlimited delivery of a list of prescription medicines. Amazon claimed that that could save uh, the average uh, customer around $100 a year in their prescription. So it's pretty sizable saving, Amazon estimates that there's some 150 million Americans that take one or more of the medications available through this scheme. So it's very, very widespread and quite a significant uh, focus for for, for customers and a great opportunity for them to save on 50 of the most commonly prescribed generic medications. You know, as we previously reported, you know, the recent Amazon layoffs and announcements and other communication from Amazon, despite all of that, they still see pharmacy and healthcare as one of their big bets. And this is a great example of them really taking it to the market.
0: In your opinion, why do you think healthcare is this big push for Amazon?
1: It's billions of pounds of opportunity for Amazon. It's a market that is ripe for disruption. It's become very ingrained, static in its approach over many, many years. And Amazon just loves to come into a marketplace where there's margins and uh, where there's opportunity to disrupt and take the technological advantage to bear as well.
0: Last up, what is the most interesting story out of these three?
1: Well, it's gonna be the last one. You know, at the time when we're seeing lots of negativity and depression in the news, it's great to have a really positive story coming from Amazon.
0: Perfect. And that's it for this week's e-commerce news. Tune in next week for three more headlines we think belong above the fold, digested for you by our Essential Digital Commerce Experts. I'm Emma Irwin, senior editor and specialist at Essential. See you next time.